Hello and welcome to the Race Ride Seed podcast. Episode number 10, my name is Adam Lana and this week, due to the listeners' questions, we're going to try and bring you the bit of the history of Curve and um, how we started and what we did and also, uh, yeah, where we're going and what's next. Um, yeah, so we had the four of us, myself, Jesse Carlson, Ryan Flynn and Steve Varga sitting down for a chat and in the end it became a bit of an indulgent podcast with the four of us uh, laughing away and uh, yeah, having a few jokes. But um, overall, hopefully you get to still learn something about uh, who we are and what we do and how we did it. Um, yeah, as you hopefully know that we've got some pretty seriously good products out there but we ourselves don't take ourselves too seriously and uh, yeah, you probably see that coming across uh, today in our podcast. Um, enjoy. Hopefully, you'll learn something. And uh, yeah, we'll see you for next series. Cheers. I think we are actually recording people. So, all right. I think we're on. I'm just checking all the equipment. Oh, keep it clean, guys. It's a super high tech version of uh, the Race Ride Seat podcast. This is number 10, I believe. Number 10. The last one in series one. We've come to the end of the series, wow, episode 10. Episode 10. It's been a busy season. It's been, gosh, I'm exhausted. How about you, Ryan? I'm always exhausted. It's been a whirlwind adventure. Oh, wow. What are we going to do? When seri- when's series two starting? I don't know. Next <laughs> week. We've got to work it out. We've got to plan the whole next series. Like we, did, like, like we did this series. <laughs> like today, this is all planned. Like we've got. At least we know which number we're up to. Today. Ten, I know. We'll never do that. Um, hey, Rhino, for the people listening, set the scene. Where are we? We're on. Well, we're, we're in my office. So we're on the shag. Oh, this is your office? Yeah, this is my office. Oh, thanks for letting <laughs> us in. You're in the welcome. <laughs> This is this is where I work. Right I thought it was the lounge. Couch. Yeah, so well, it's the lounge to you, but it's the office to me. It's the uh, well, you, you very kindly donated the shag carpet. You may have seen this up at um, Gears and Beers. It also was. It's used in our events, as are all of the um, the lovely inflatable couches. See, we've got a little bit of a smell of rhino. Well, the shag pile now. Well, I spent so long here, it's probably. Sometimes I. It's just nice too far to go home, just. <laughs> it does feel nice against the skin, doesn't it? The shag pile. And, and boys, you're wearing your hats again. Like, we've got. So, actually, just so you know, we've got Steve Varga here, the. Uh, Glorious leader. The, the, the founding, man, the, the founder. Founding, the founding Varga. And then we've got, of course, Jesse Carlson. Hello. Then the rhino, and um, I'm, I'm making a guest appearance too. Well, I'm going to sit down. That's Adam. You're the director. Adam Lana, there you go. And we've got, in the background, the guy that doesn't like to talk to anyone, don't look at him directly, because <laughs> he will stab you. Yeah. It's like on those Jay and Silent Bob. Liam Like on uh, those Jay and Silent Bob movies. Yeah. Liam like, Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Hey! So we've got we've got technology with us today because we're going to try and record this and see if we can actually get a uh, get a video out of it because that's why you're wearing the hats, isn't it? Exactly, because it's tradition for wearing the hats when. Um, well, when this is on. this is called a called a vlog. 
Did it all? Oh. Did it all start somewhere in Adelaide? Like Jesse and Steve riding BMXs back on the southern the southern side of of Adelaide. Is that is that where it all started? Is that how Curve started? I reckon probably going back. It's the origin. We actually started a a funny little brand in Adelaide called BGB. What's we, he, we, I don't even know what's this BGB. We, we did this. I reckon that would have been 0203. Yeah. Quite really? a long time ago. We yeah. just made some jumpers and t shirts. And oh, did you? Yeah. We had an apparel brand. Ah. Before. Well, yeah, I guess the origin of that was I <coughs> screwed up my foot. I had some surgery on my foot, and so I needed to pay for it. So I just quickly ripped up some t shirts and sold them. So you boys have been mates for what, since your early teens? Yeah, growing up in Adelaide. So the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, twenty something years. Yeah. yeah, twenty years. That's kind of we're BMXers together, and that's how you kind of became friends because you you're two very yeah. different people. Like if you didn't have that common sort of cycling. BM, BMX unites. Yeah, BMX was your uniting so, factor. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. We had a little crew, right? Yeah. It's a good thing with cycling though. Yeah, that's the same with cycling. Yeah, cycling be, yeah. be riding with all sorts of people. Because we're, we're all very different. Yeah. You know, and that's what I think really makes Curve quite special. Yeah. But what, so how did, how did the idea of Curve first start? I mean, that was your that brainchild, was, Steve. You were, that you? was from being a natural born tinkerer and having worked in shops for so long, I guess, and sort of felt and played with most products from different brands and and um, I guess trying to find the source of where this where these things came from mm. kind of became a hobby that turned into a bit of a, a mission I guess um, what was that mission just to yeah just to uncover the source of the best products you can um, you can ride, pretty much. And then you managed to get uh, this guy on board, Jesse, and uh, you convinced him to ride some of your products. I mean, why did uh, why did you support Steve in this crazy endeavour? Oh uh, well, see, I've, I've worked in I've worked a series of corporate jobs and in private equity and that sort of thing too. And Steve's always had crazy ideas and come to me with ideas. And this idea, <laughs> most of them flop or just fizzle out. But that's, then it's just like, uh, but that's the that's the thing with ideas though. Most of them fizzle out. But um, Steve was always keen and willing to have a crack at, at these things. And one of the things with um, in private equity that I've learned is you've got to back you've got to back the right team. Um, and people say, oh, you shouldn't go into business with your your friends and all that sort of stuff. But I reckon that's total bullshit. I reckon I reckon if you you have to back the right people, no matter who they are. Um, whether they're mates or otherwise, it's got to be the right people, and it could be a bit of fun too. So I think the curve, as I remember it, like it was Steve came to me with this massive idea, and then discussing it together, we kind of boiled it down into like what's the right focus, and that's why wheels were the, the start. It was like okay, there's a really good, a really good premise around wheels because wheels are the number one thing that you're going to get other than your bike to improve the ride quality of your bike and we're sort of looking at carbon wheels way back then going why on earth are they so expensive it's a it's a mature market 
um, there's got to be a way that we can get good quality carbon wheels to people at a, at a fair price and a product that's going to do the job. Sort of mixed into that, even in the sort of higher ranges of these wheels at the time, it was just a lot of shit products. Um, and so we wanted to get, um, we're thinking, okay, well, let's let's try to come up with something that's genuine. Um, with uh, And that's kind of run through ever since because we're riders, we love riding and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's about having products that we've all been let down by, by shit products. And so that was the thread that came through. So we kind of together, kind of brought it down on that idea and then, and then it kind of, I started writing, the, writing some of the test products as well. And it was pretty funny. I was pretty nervous at the start going on with <laughs> carbon wheels. I'll run one at the back because when it fails, yeah. then I'm not going to smash my face up. I'm just, it's going to be at the rear, so I'll be fine. I'll just like fall over backwards or something. Um, and then I really, I quickly understood how, you know, how, how good the product was and, uh, yeah, rode the Tour Divide on the wheels and, and it kind of and they only got better. Yeah. Better, so, what better, were the first better. sort of products? What did the first sort of products look like, Steve? Did they uh, did they all work, or like was it just a matter of sourcing different things? It was a bit hit and miss. I think it was the time where we started. Some of the suppliers who we kind of shortlisted, I guess, started really listening to our input, and then from there, it kind of I guess accelerated pretty quickly. We would suggest, well, this is what we need. This is what the market wants. Let's get it to market together. Um, and I think from there, yeah, the they all kind of knew that we put pretty high stress on our bikes and bike parts. So they knew they didn't want to let us down because we sort of, I guess, by then had begun a pretty good relationship. And I guess our suppliers and production partners didn't want to let us down, so they kept making better and better stuff with us. So that's how it evolved. Cool. So your brief, your design brief to them was always about strength and longevity and... Yeah. Yeah, definitely stressing not only the size and profiles that seem to work, but it's got to be good. Like, yeah. Because we've seen so take much, shortcuts. We've seen so much <clears throat> crap. As well, why people laugh? Go, oh yeah, yeah, cool. Let's just start up a bike brand. We'll just source some stuff out of China, and off we go. It's easy. Woo! Easy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy. Um, it's, yeah. yeah, it's simple. Yeah. So yeah, go on, go on. Uh, that's in principle, that's easy. But you go and find the the one or two out of the thousand suppliers who are going to be able to build something that's going to fit your your you know your ride qualities, the stuff that you want. It's not going to let people down. It's going to survive stuff like the Tour Divide um, and all the all the other rides that we've done yeah. since the Trans Am. And, and consistently gone. make it. That was one of the key things. Yeah, consistency. It's one yeah. product, one out of a batch of, say, 10, for example, might be great, and that's the one that passed the test, and you think, oh, woohoo, we've got a great product. But then nine out of that batch of 10 were just rubbish. Yeah. Just yeah, and then more, and and just on that, I mean, total lemon, yeah, total lemon. <clears throat> I mean, since I've been involved with Curve, I've definitely seen a hell of a lot of emails coming from just different suppliers saying, "Do you want to use our carbon wheel?" And they look exactly like the carbon wheels that we supply our customers, and like so, it's really weird. It's like so, just like you know, how many would get like at least two, three a week? Two or three a week. Yeah. I did. 
yeah. And it's like you have carbon wheels, you have carbon. So the yeah. amount of uh, manufacturers that are out there that are supplying, I'm sure some of them are good. Some have already shut their doors. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the interesting thing for me has been seeing it going from like a, a supply arrangement where we would we would essentially stand behind it and say, okay, well, we've got the riders, we've done all the testing on this and we're verifying that it's good. So it's got our seal approval on it. That's fine if it's a source product, but then the next step beyond that is to then become like a true production partner where you're working with them to build better products that then, you know, other other brands are benefiting from as well, to be honest. Um, but that's been a really interesting thing to see, you know, it's the... That, and it, that transition yeah, now. Yeah. And the G4 rim and how we've kind of actually been involved more in the design. Mm. And having a UCR kind of approval under the curve umbrella. Yeah. You know, that's all been, that's kind of pushed us into a completely different realm. Because mm. there's a lot of guys that are manufacturing or taking from a manufacturer an open mold and just slapping their decal on and going, hey, this is a kind of curve 2.0 kind of version. Like you should check it out. It's half the price, mm. but it looks exactly the same. <laughs> but um, what about you, Adam? You got involved next. Um, How do I do this? I don't know. We'll see if it works. Ooh, it should, it oh, should do it super smooth. Um, yeah, well, I I got involved Ooh. when I mean I was I was just a customer. You can hold it straight up to can be comfortable. It's a, a gyro. Um, I was involved because. After you finished your big race, and you kind of just put an email out there going, or sorry, Facebook going, "Hey guys, I'm doing some wheels. Can you, you know, I'm, I'm with a mate. Can yeah, anyone want to buy some?" And um, I'm just saying, look at the camera. Okay, <laughs> sorry, look at the people. Yeah, All right. um, yeah. So like, it was a case for me just um, becoming. Talk to <laughs> us. Tell us more. <laughs> so like, yeah. Um, and yeah, I ended up being one of the first Curve customers. I ended up meeting Steve. Yeah. I got, um, I try. I needed a set of carbon wheels. You were like, hey, Steve, hook a brother up. That's hook right. Oh, Jesse, I was asking Jesse. Oh, I hadn't yeah. met Steve yet. Oh, okay. And then I came down with my pretty titanium Italian bike. Oh, not a Pisani. It was. Uh, the Pisani. Bellissima. Campagnolo. Ah, Steve. That worked out for you. I had an brother. Uh, don't ask. Um, <laughs> so no, it actually at that point it formed my love for titanium, um, and then plus carbon, and I just loved it. Like it was, um, yeah. I, I, the first thing I did when I, I Steve put me on a set of demos, the demo thirty eights, I think they were. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing yeah. I did was took it on the, one of the roughest roads in Melbourne and just rode as hard as I possibly could through like potholes. Can someone chime in shit. here on how hard? Yeah. If Adam says hard, what, we're talking... What, the destroyer? <laughs> as Adam, in, he's... We, we've got this saying, like, <laughs> when Adam takes a bike out, it's like, ah, oh, like, it's missing a lever, or where have half the spokes gone on the wheel? Or why is there no seat? Uh, what's happened to the handlebars? It's only got half a front chain ring. It's been 
and the shifters are always at an askew angle. My kids even know that now. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, it's been atomified. Oh yeah, yeah. atomified. Yeah, atomized. 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 Even my kids tell me they're atomized stuff now. So you've got a special love for for wheels though, um, and, and flaps and the captors on. So just so you've got a special. Special ability to destroy wheels, yeah. but um, oh, yeah. atomized, yeah, dang you, urban parallel, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that, and that's the first thing I did is I tried to at, tried to atomize a set of carbon wheels. What happened? They survived, that's and a, then I was unusual. like, these are really cool. And then I ended up buying a set. Um, <laughs> you gave those ones back, then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, they were so good. Can I get a new set? No, yeah. well, no, no, demo. Steve let me ride them. And then um, I went, okay, cool. I, I, I purchased it. I asked for a set of custom color. Uh, I wanted a custom color. And then Steve's like, yeah, yeah, no problems. But little did I know it was going to take forever to get custom color. I didn't color. say it that enthusiastically. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Uh, no, Steve's never enthusiastic. He's like this. He's like, <laughs> yeah, what happened to Pam? Uh, yeah, sure, man. This yeah, is an enthusiastic face. <laughs> yeah, <this is> <laughs> I shook my head after he left. So, oh, God. Uh, no, I didn't. No, you did. It's all right. I don't care. Um, so, what color did you go for, Big Dog? I know. I just wanted a, yeah, I wanted a gray. I wanted a bit of a gray color rather than white because I found. And then, um, and then they came, and I, I loved the wheels. Um, and then I said to Jesse, "Hey, I really love these wheels. Um, I'm going to sell my brand advertising marketing <laughs> business, and I'm investing in Kerr. More or less. <laughs> So where do you want me to put the money? And no, so I, yeah, I just went. Can I get involved? I mean, I just yeah. I, I was looking for a um, looking for a bike business to be involved in for the last. I guess I was just searching for three years, and then went cool. I, <coughs> this product's cool. I asked Jesse, is there anything that I can do to help? Um, my background is in marketing and branding and yeah. um, and design, and um, I felt that I could bring something to the business and help Steve out, help Jesse out. And then, yeah, so I was like, what can I do to help? And sure enough, I helped. And then I yeah, moved out of my old business and moved into Curve. So I just went, okay, all in. Went all in. Put went all in. So, yeah, it was like it was a big scary jump after 13 years of being in a, in a design business to, to, to start again. Um, yeah, super rewarding. I mean, I think one of the things that was uh, exciting for me when I first started um, riding with Steve was that, like, not only did we, were we playing with wheels, but um, Steve had a um, titanium mountain bike. And I just think that, I mean, I fell in love with titanium. From a rider feel experience. Yeah, just yeah. because as soon as you get on one, it was just like, Let me, uh... why... Um, there you go, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was that, that experience. I mean, I was lucky enough to get on a very expensive Italian um, titanium frame. Um, and Did you then, still got that frame? No. What um, happened to the frame? Well, let's talk about it. It's, it's, being, it's, it's being sorted, is <laughs> all I need to say. <laughs> is that, it, did, um, did Albany also have a he, he did. Um, and um, we, don't, we don't need to. It's also the same. <laughs> We're not. We're not. We're no, not. We're not, not here. To we're not here to right. bag everyone else. We're not you here don't. to tell them that the frame cracked or anything like no, that. We don't um, want to say that. No, but um, no. But I actually did fall in love with that bike, and as soon as I jumped on titanium, I was like, oh man, this just. Why would I ever go back to carbon? It was. Um, I mean, yeah, it was five hundred grams heavier. Big deal, and it was like 
but it felt so much better and all of a sudden you're just riding this bike and you can feel what's going on underneath you um, when you turn a corner it pops out of a corner and that sort of started my love um, is it, titanium. Is it true that the best cyclocross and mountain bikes are made from titanium? It's the best bikes in general. Best bikes. I had several titanium bikes also before is that why I started made? playing with design and yeah. Um, yeah, what goes into a good titanium frame. And all of them are pretty good. All from one particular US brand, Linsky. Yeah. Um, yeah, no complaints. So your goal was just to smash Linsky out of the park, was it? Is that no, <laughs> I, I knew quite early on that my favourite combination of ride feel, quality and looks was tie frame, carbon wheel combo. Can we be open honest? How many failures we had out there at the moment of anything curve? What's... What's been the what's what's kept you up at night with failures or well, I mean, like problems or the the grovel the first prototype tire grovel that I had <coughs> I managed to crack that um, after pretty much riding it like a downhill bike, mm-hmm. but that was made out of spare parts. That was <coughs> yeah, the down tube was completely down tube was wrong, completely out of current spec. So one tire grovel we you managed to break. Yeah, prototype tie grovel. Yeah, yeah, wasn't wasn't the final spec. Cool. Anyone break? So you've broken one other frame. What? So we've had one one, one frame titanium carrier. frame. Zero steel. Yep. So no steel returns. Zero forks. Zero Although forks. we've had a few slightly out of spec issues. So that we've had spec issues with forks. Yeah, not one break. That would yeah, easily resolved with a new unit or a. Um, and so when you're talking out of spec, you mean something's just quite out, not quite just aligned. Just dimensions aren't quite right. And that's essentially yeah. not past the quality control. So it's out of spec, but then we, we, we essentially substitute to a, a fork or a wheel set up to our satisfaction. So you cooked yeah. a rim though? You cooked, yeah. A rim's cooked. Uh, the carbon wheels, oh, the rims yeah. die, do they? I think a lot of guys don't realise that, yeah, the... the sort of brake surface of a rim, um, especially under load, and when you're following Jesse down a downhill run or a goat track, um, which is sort of got small boulders in it. We're talking the back of Goldie Spur. Yeah, Goldie Spur. So if anyone out there knows the back of Goldie Spur, it's a pretty serious descent on a road bike. Yeah, 10Ks, 10%. 10Ks, 10%, there you go. And it's... Off. On a mountain bike, you'll get squeal. Yeah. And you so, did it on a road bike with carbon rims. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. rim brakes, yeah. And rim brakes, so... Yeah, no discs. No discs. That's, that's the great thing about, you know, discs, discs in the future. Um, yeah. You know, and Jesse's, Jesse's coming already there. I'm just trying to get somewhere close. So you cooked the rim that day. What was, what was Albie riding that day? Oh, yeah, Albie managed. Yeah, Albie managed to be fine. Al- Albie's like, you know... He rode the same bike, actually. Pretty, yeah, he rode the same bike. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So, here we go. <laughs> that were, were, were not like Slightly too, shallower. Um, which means they were easier to cook, too. In theory. 
How heavy is Albie though? Albie's to be 55 fair. kilos. Right yeah, now, I think that's two or three squirrels actually. <laughs> and that's wet. That's a wet weight. Um, Rhino is wet squirrel weight. Yeah, wet squirrel weight. Uh, Don't pan down. Rhino is at least two and a half Albies <laughs> on a good day. And you will notice that when we're all riding together, especially when things go up. Are you pointing at my stomach? Yes. <laughs> Sucking in. <laughs> I can't even suck it in right now. But um, yeah, so I cooked. I cooked the. Uh, I cooked, cooked that room. So we've cooked a few rooms, I guess. In I've the, cooked in three, the, I think. In the yeah, uh, in, in the time that we've done, like so, we've, that's one of the things I guess we've seen a bit of as far as a major return is cooked carbon rooms. But everyone's yeah. cooked carbon rooms. They're, they're they're kidding themselves if they go, oh, I've got Envies and they're. Bomb proof. It's like, yeah, but you're 60 kilos and you ride on beach road and it's flat and you don't really break and you don't ride them in hot conditions. And, you know, you're, you're kidding yourself if you think that so you, you're doing an alpine descent in, in Italy or you're riding um, some massive uh, mountain. But it's, it's managed, it's simple. You have to be managed. You yeah, have you have to, to manage it. It's not as if you can't. 220 degrees. Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, not everyone can do that. The, the glue that bonds the the resin that bonds the carbon layering is it has a, a heat profile and it delaminates. And that's on yeah. every single carbon rim yeah. around the world, people. So if you're yeah. 120 kilos and you're just screaming down Mount Hotham, if you're 120 uh, kilos, you should not be on carbon unless no. you've got. Oh, you can. No, you can go on this. No, if you're no, screaming down, if you're on disc. Oh, yeah, I'm just not if, you were, if you're running rim brakes and you you, you rode properly, right? You just yeah. you let it roll, brake hard, and then just let it roll, brake hard, let it roll. Yeah, yeah you should be fine. It's, it's manageable, it's, but it's not ideal from a, a like an everyday just riding, not thinking about it. You know, if you're riding carbon wheels with, um, but with rim, I mean, really, if you if you're not running this, big big, it's crazy, it's crazy, crazy not to run this. Cool. Right. So what are we say, are we, are, what are we saying about carbon? And now we were talking about failures. Look, yeah, we were talking about failures. All right, rim, so, yeah. So, so that that's an actual warranty failure. Yeah. The rate is. Is that warranty? I would say between seven, seven five to seven percent. Yeah. Return rate actually, as a warranty. Oh, I did the calc, so it's actually less than five percent. Less than right. five. Yeah. All right. Um, um, well, so, within that, there's crash replacement. Yeah. That's probably the highest rate of. Um, and I like the fact well, that return we, or failure that we, we have we disc brakes, maybe impact. Yeah, that's yeah. it, and that's from riding in few, the real world. A few mountain bike wheels come back, yeah. like through impact. Yeah, yeah, impact some. Yeah, some in the grey area where you're not sure how big that impact is, no, but they get returned. Yeah. yeah, you never know unless you're the rider. But we've been warranting most of that stuff. I mean, I mean, as far as disc road wheels, have we had? I don't think we've had one return, have we? Probably. I don't think well, maybe a pothole that would have been the crash replacement have, though, but not a warranty. Yeah, we definitely haven't seen a G four disc wheel return. Not one issue. There's been no. Um, so we we did have a couple of bulging issues. I guess some inconsistency, where um, you know a certain pressure the the rim would would deform, and that was on the G three. But we haven't seen one deformation on the G four. And so no road mm. disc returns on G4. Oh, on the track wheel. That was cranking to about 170 yeah, PSI. Yeah, that was a bit out of spec, wasn't it? 170 <laughs> PSI. 
Was there any... Why are you looking at me? Again? <laughs> was that like, was product testing. Like, Hannah, we're talking about atomized, yet Ryan seems to have broken everything. Like, but. <laughs> The thing is, Ryan's an experiential learner. You can say, oh, here Ryan, we go again. Ryan, <laughs> let's crack this up. Experiential <laughs> learner. Ryan, maximum pressure in this is like 100 PSI. Ryan will start checking the pressure at about 140. I think you guys are living in some fabricated dream world. <laughs> like, I did not crank that thing up to 160 PSI. No, I did not. <laughs> 158 years. <laughs> but no, that that was uh, because it, it was a track room, but we were racing it out in the streets doing street crit stuff, and I was kind of hopping along doing other things on it that I might not have or shouldn't have been doing. And there were clinches, not tubbies, and blah 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 blah. But anyway. Experiential learner. Yeah, it's good to, you know, experience these things for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but the G4 wheels, I think, we talk about the lack of failures with the, with the disc, with, uh, with our disc, disc ribs. There was so, there's a hell of a lot of them out on the impact. Mm. They've done a lot of Ks on some, so in, on some really tough roads, some really rough, rough roads, rough conditions. And, um, yeah, I think, as we all know, the, the, the problem is maybe that they're just too stiff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, are we Probably looking, stiff. so talking uh, product, are we building some suspension into our rims in future? I mean, that's where you want to go. <laughs> that's where we're going. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the future. We've talked about failures, but um, we, uh, keep to be, we keep to be banging on about adventure. It's like, is that is that what we're doing? Are we, just, are we adventure people? Are we, like, that's why the hats, that's why we're wearing the hats. It's because are we the we're going to be the biggest and bestest adventure well, cycling happens. brand in the world. You never know what happens when you get out the Cavalier <laughs> Adventure Spray. Did <laughs> <laughs> you bring your Adventure Spray? Well, I think I, I actually here. I actually had it on screen. Look, I gave you a little bit of a, a little bit of a dusting of it before, and the hat just appeared. Yeah, like, <laughs> like this came out of a can. <laughs> that came out of a can. Capital A. Oh. Capital A for adventure. Yeah. Right. Yep. It well, adapted yeah. to your needs. And it's only sixty nine ninety five this weekend only. How much reduced, was it? Reduced from like <laughs> five hundred. Like, four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, four four ninety nine. Four hundred and ninety nine. Anyway, what's next? Well, Steve's I mean, going to talk about future. What is the future? What are you excited about right now? What are you excited about now? This sexy little beast kind of pointing right at pretty right pretty now. nice projects. That bike there. What's that? That bike is uh, the gravel cross randomer. No, the no. great xylophone. Such a horrible name. The GXR. GXR. What do we call it, Kevin? <laughs> There's a time and place for Kevin. There's a time right and place now. For That's Kevin. not Kevin. That's, That's not Kevin. That is not Kevin. Kevin reminds me well, of some G tiny little G yellow dude with like one eye, and he and he can't really speak but go. So you guys, I live in the future. It's lonely out here. In the future, where are we? Bicycles. And he loves the bananas. Kevin, <laughs> Gary, and Trevor. Is that you, Kevin? <laughs> you want a banana? Kevin, <laughs> Kevin's got personality. Well, yeah. That's Jigs. Oh, Jigs also sounds like a robot. Yeah, but that's the thing. You're limited by... See, oh, the dog, dog. Dog. Yes. We got the yes. dog out here. So this is is you're, you're limited by your imagination, really. Anyway, so what's happening, in, uh, what's happening next week? We're going to where are we going? We're going to Bangkok. Bangkok. Then to Pattaya. 
little island south um, to do the Bangkok cycle, Bangkok Bank Cycle Fest, and then we're looking at a um, a Thai kind of distribution partnership. And um, we're going to go and meet Ducking Tiger, who's like he's like C1, but of Thailand, like uh, a pretty serious uh, blogger. I guess he's also like Maeve in a, is he, in a way. Is he like Maeve? Uh, well, yeah, maybe. He seems to actually be one of the biggest bit, bit of cycling tips, of bit of Maven, bit of kind of understanding of what kind of like through axles are and why they're designed, and you know, a bit, bit more understanding of kind of the design too, principles in riding and why why we kind of make the products that we do and not just sort of rant and rave and carry on like a pork chop most of the time. Um, so we're going to go to to Thailand. I had rides as well. Well, the, the small baby elephant that he's smuggling in his stomach would suggest otherwise. And then we're going to Singapore. Um, we're going to go to to our friends um, at uh, Rapar, and they're going to get out all their cans of adventure and spray us with it. And then we're going to go to um, a couple of other um, bike shops that have suggested that Curve is desperately needed in the region because they, they don't want just a can of, a, they actually want the real stuff, and mm-hmm. um, and then we've got to scoot back home because we're we're moving at the same time, breaking new ground in a beautiful new facility in Abbotsford, and it's next to Moondogger here. It's sort of in between Carlton <laughs> oh, United Breweries, big brewery, and Moondog, one of Jesse's favourite hangouts, where I always seem to never have. Or I've never left Moondog without not being able to see, so I'm, I'm working on okay. working on that. Um, and yeah, we've got the GXR release. We've sold out of pretty much our first batch, and now we're focusing on Canada, South Africa. We've just set up Perth. Um, yeah, so there's all all these things going on. What's um, in the pipeline, Steve? What's what are you excited about other than your phone? Do we unveil? Unveil what, what you do we want. veil? Unveil what you want. The Belgier project is um, pretty exciting. Oh, what? That <coughs> was, what are we signing on about this? It will be at the TDU. Oh, Everything is lined up. It looks pretty, pretty good. Yeah. It's a bit of a local love project, and so the actual partners involved will be <coughs> revealed. Well, yeah, revealed pretty soon. Cool. But it's it's all. Belgian air. Belgian What the hell is a Belgian air? And you know what your hat matches to? That bike standing behind Fantastic. you, which is um, which is the next version of the. Oh, that's uh, new. That, that's that's coming out in steel GXR. First steel steel GXR. GXR or Gravel V3. It's out. It's coming. Ah! Um, you heard it here first. But you did mention the TDU. That's another thing that I'm excited to announce today in conjunction with the the cycling raving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the yeah, so we're going to be riding from it's the it's the annual cycling raven TDU pilgrimage ride. Yeah, uh, we'll be riding from Melbourne to Adelaide over three days for the yeah. 2018 Tour Down Under. Friday the 12th to Sunday the 14th of Jan. The ride's fully supported. Uh, so if you'd like to join us, email email me or email the cycling raven. Email the raven at uh, sales at curvecycling.com. Um, the ride's fully supported. And if you'd like to join us, email me, and uh, we'll send you the cost and details. No, the cost is zero. It's free. Uh, we don't actually know where Cycling Maven's starting from yet, so we can't tell you where we're starting. <laughs> our, oh, the Raven. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. We don't know where it's starting from yet. 
Um, we also have a massage service on the way. And uh, yeah, so just get in touch with us. It'll be free though. Yeah. Free massage from Rhino. <laughs> free massage from um, Rhino. So, so that's the Cycling Raven event. Yeah, Cycling then, Raven. But we will, we'll, the Curve Crew will be actually riding two days. We'll, yeah, we usually do two days. I mean, Curve we've crew. been doing this for years. Like, this isn't the first. Um, no, didn't Maven do a ride last year? Yeah, he came with us. No. Yeah, oh, no. Oh. No, that was the year before that he didn't come with us. Oh. He, he he heard about our ride, but he wasn't sure that he he could um, do it in two days. And he was carrying all of his equipment. Oh, and then you right. remember we met him, and then I had to carry his equipment. And, and then his dad came and picked him up. And his dad picked him up in yeah. Murray Bridge. Oh, in the middle of nowhere. His dad was kind of shadowing us, I think, just in case he killed over. That's right. He was carrying a lot of stuff. I mean, he was. He was carrying. I, I had to carry that backpack for a while, and I was not. Don't know why you did it. I was not in a good way. I should have just left him there to die, but <laughs> oh, yeah, and then he Yeah, he shat himself. He literally did shit himself. Yeah, he did. You remember when he ran into the bushes and then just It's like those triathletes at the Olympics, they don't wanna they don't want to miss out on that gold medal and you see It was that. like there was yeah, mm, they just let it go. Oh, it was like invention in a can, but it was and it applied to the inside of the chamois. There was a lot of adventure. It's like, hey, you sprayed it on the inside of your chamois. It's like, God. It's read external the, use only. I didn't read oh. the application instructions. Oh, oh dear. I think we I did think well we last year. He did well last year, though. Is that true? No, he did very well. Last yeah, he did. He we did well. It, it, was was like, it was like a bloody it was chaperoning of the king. <clears throat> Super fun, though. We had, a, we had a ball last year. Oh, it was great fun. We did have a ball. Um, so it's going to be great fun this year to do it, or next year, to do it over three days, fully supported with the, <laughs> with the Cycling Raven. I can't wait to see the Cycling Raven. I mean, he's an interesting comedian. Um, and you're, never, you're never quite sure who he is or what he's up to. But um, the great thing about the, the free Cycling Raven three-day adventure is you'll probably have a lot of Cycling Maven fans on a different ride just ahead of you. So you can just, just tuck in behind. They're going to be just, just in front. You'll be in the chill-out room, sipping pina coladas, talking to Cycling Raven, getting a massage. There'll be a sound system as oh. well. It's, it's quite comfortable back in the chill-out yeah. room. Yeah, the chill-out room's probably one of the best rooms I've ever been to. There's, and we'll put out, there'll be a hashtag beer. Beers for Maven, I think. So obviously we'll get the yeah the Raven game. We'll get a bit of confusion. Test one's in. I reckon. Test. What do you think? Beers for Red. Beers for Med. Let's do it. I'm I'm all for it. This is Tess, everybody. <laughs> all right, well, people. I think we've uh, we've we've, <laughs> we've gone we've gone well over an hour. How long have we gone for? Like an hour, two hours, awesome. fifty-five, fifty-five minutes. Oh. This is an hour vlog. <laughs> <laughs> well, <good>. edit, edit, <laughs> edit. We'll see wow. how the edit works out. Wow. Oh, well. Terrible. Well, we'll manage. All right, Steve. Any parting words of a wisdom of advice? For uh, stick with us uh, if you want to travel in time. Ahead <laughs> of time. In the future. There's no need to leave the couch if you want to adventure. Just grab a can of capital A. Just remember not to spray it on the inside of your camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, I think we'll sign out. <laughs> uh, uh, 
till the next series, the end of series. Oh, end of series. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Done. Now it's lunchtime.